0: UmGoBlue.com by fans for fans since 1999. Hello, welcome to this edition of the UmGoBlue.com podcast. This is Phil Callahan along with Andy Anderson. And we're going to talk about yep. Michigan's 31-20 victory over Indiana and in the looming battle versus the Buckeyes in Columbus that will be for the Big Ten East title. Well, Andy, first things first, what did you think about that Indiana game?
1: First of all, I thought that uh, Indiana played hard and better than I thought they would. I thought it was a trap game, and I was worried that Michigan might not have the energy and the effort and the will to beat them, but they did. I have to say that the Michigan players kept themselves disciplined and uh, did not go for any kind of retaliatory shenanigans. I thought that uh, Indiana was unbelievably... Nasty at times. Uh, there was a targeting call on Berkeley Edwards that I just thought the, the guy was just out and out trying to hurt somebody. And then Chase Winovich, which was the big loss of the game if he's hurt and can't play next week or is not 100% next week, that's a real problem, uh, was knocked down and then jumped on. So I didn't think very much of Indiana's, the the methods that they used to play, although I did think that they played well. Their coaches schemed well against Michigan's defense, and it was a real test for Michigan. It's too bad so many people got injured, though, with the big ogre Ohio State looming next week.
0: Well, I think the good thing that came from the game is... You know, there had been questions about our field goal kicking, you know, pretty much all season. And as as good as Quinn Nordine had been, you know, previously, he was not good this year. So I was wondering how long Harbaugh was going to let him kind of hang in the wind and, and struggle with the position. So if you're going to, you know, if I'm going to take something good from the game, it was great to see that... um You know, Jake Moody came out, set a record for a number of field goals. Now, you know, the good news is he made a lot of field goals. The bad news is he had to make a lot of field goals. The offense wasn't able to finish the job. But, you know, if we're looking at a big question that I had heading into, you know, this last stretch of the season, you know, first trying to capture the Big Ten title and then hopefully go on to the college football playoffs, I was I was genuinely concerned about our field goal game. Now, he didn't really get a chance to go for a long one, but at least we have a pretty good degree of confidence that he can hit a chip shot, which is which I'll tell you, I had no confidence in Quinn Nordine. Um, you know, a, a lot of times kickers, uh, you know, it, it's like putting in golf. It, it's a mental thing. You, you get a mental block, and you just keep, you know, you you keep making mistakes. And I think, you know, we, we've seen him have a tremendous leg in the past. But I did not have a high degree of confidence that he was able to get things done. Now, as far as how nasty the game was, I was really disappointed that a staff that has former, uh, you know, Michigan coach Mike DeBoard and former Michigan player Mike Hart on it, um, would devolve into that kind of nastiness. Um, you know, there's a, there's a thing going around on the internet that showed that prior to Chase being hurt, he may have stepped on an uh, Indiana player's leg. Um, you know, you never know what the intent is when you see something like that. But there was no doubt the intent was to injure him when he got knocked down and, and, and fallen on. No you know, question. Chase himself has uh, been on Twitter and has uh, given some indication that he might be back. And again, it's a big question. Whenever a player leaves the field and, and not only leaves the field, but leaves the stadium, Goes up for an X-ray and gets taken to the hospital. Um, you know, there's going to be some sub- subterfuge on whether he's going to be back or whether he's injured. But I-, I think that's the big question that hangs over that game. Chase has been, you know, the you know, on a defense with with tons of stars. I think Chase has been the standout this year. So um, I think you know I, I don't expect um, Coach Harbaugh to tell us any differently over the over the week. Um, I think it's gonna. We'll we'll have to see what happens in Columbus, but hopefully he'll be back. But that was the one really disappointing thing that I took from the game.
1: Me too. Yeah, uh, and, and even if he's back, uh, I hope that he's hundred percent because a lot of his speed and agility depends on on being healthy. But he's a tough guy and he's uh, in good condition, and maybe he maybe he can get back at a nearly a hundred percent. Hope so. It's big for Michigan. Of course, on the other side, they're missing Bosa, uh, who was one of the best defenders around. So that might even that out a little. But uh, who needs to be even when you're playing Ohio State?
0: Well, and I think that's the that's the thing. I mean, um, I just saw that it appears this will be the first time in a long time that Michigan is going to open as a favorite. Uh, the last time they were favored to win was the last time Michigan won in 2011 and we know that that was kind of a gap here for Ohio State um, between the Trestle and Meyer eras. Um You know the, the Finkel game so I know a lot of people don't count that or, or put that with an asterisk. Considering the stretch that we've been unsuccessful I will take it because again uh, it's been a long time since since we've been favored, and I think that says something about that Michigan's actually favored heading down to Columbus. Um, really hoping for for a a big effort. Um, definitely Chase will impact that. You know, like you said, whether he's able to go 100% or if he plays at all. But I think um, at least I'm expecting a, a very big big game. So what do you think? What's your, biggest, what's your biggest takeaway from the Indiana game,
1: Andy? Well, well, I was disappointed that Michigan couldn't run the run the football in the red zone. Uh, they had all those uh, almost oh you got had six foot, uh, field goals. And that that tells the story right there. When they can run the ball, then they can successfully pass the ball, and they couldn't score when they got close on six occasions, and to me it's because of a failure of the running game to a degree. They didn't move the ball with authority consistently, and they will have to do that against Ohio State to win.
0: They'll well, just have to. And you wonder, you know, there, there was a change, you know, there was a substitution on the offensive line, so you don't know how much that impacted it. And, and, you know, one thing that has to be mentioned is, even though we did not have the the snow that we had two years ago, it was bitterly cold. It was, uh, you know, not exactly ideal conditions for a game. So you don't know how much that impacted the performance of the players. Again,
1: It's It's so colder than the temperature in some respects.
0: You know, and and that's the thing, I mean, you know, we talked about this before, Uh, a night, well, a four o'clock game in November in Michigan, we are at a, actually a a pretty cold snap, even here, even for Michigan, Um, there's snow on the ground right now, which is very atypical, Uh, you know, we joke about the weather changing frequently in Michigan, but right now this is a genuine cold, this is a genuine cold snap, so, you know, Pile that on, add a little bit of wind, add a little bit of uh, generally nasty conditions, and again, it wasn't perfect. You know, people are frustrated. You know, there's some frustration at the score. And again, when you have that many field goals, you're leaving points on the field. But, you know, my thought going into this game is I wanted Michigan to win. Uh, Win by a a point, I'd be fine. Again, just, just get through this game without injuries. And unfortunately... Um, while we got through the game, as long as that injury hangs over Chase, that is going to be the big question. That could be the biggest loss, um, not only heading into Columbus but heading into the rest of the heading into the rest of the season. Um, so we will see how we'll have to see how that turns out and, and see uh, if Chase pops up in Columbus. Hopefully, again, great guy, great player, great motor. Hopefully, uh, he will come back. Um, but again, I, I think we would be, um, it would be a mistake not to emphasize how bad the injury looked. Um, you know, it stopped the game. They took him up. They x-rayed him. They brought his parents down from the stands. Um, that is a, that is a fairly big deal. So, um, even if somehow he pops up on Saturday in Columbus and is near 100 percent, um, you know, I, I don't think we're, we're um, grandstanding when we talk about that that was a, a very scary part, um, a very scary moment in the game.
1: Fortunately, the, the defensive line is kind of used to not having one of the key members there, or Sean was out for a long time, on the other side. So, and, and the people that filled in stepped up reasonably well and they kept winning. The question in my mind is, and what I really don't know this year, is I don't know really how good Ohio State is, and whether a Michigan can find their underbelly and let them have it like they should. It, it's going. It's it's a game in how good is Ohio State? Their defense isn't as good as it was, but you know it'll stand up tall when Michigan comes to the uh, Ohio Stadium. Uh, it'll be the best game they've played all year, probably, or usually something like that. They'll have the refs, and one thing that has worried me from the start about them is they're going to throw the ball a lot, and is Michigan running the kind of defense that they run going to get a lot of PIs during that game? Will there be fairness in the way it's left? That always worries me there, because I don't think it always is that way. I think sometimes it's not too fair. But anyway, uh, Michigan will have to overcome everything, whatever happens. And I think they got as good a chance as any they've had recently of producing a win. A win and that East Championship.
0: Well, you know, and I think that's the question that's hanging over everything, is how good is Ohio State? You know, you make a great point. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got rocked by Purdue. And right. you know, Purdue lost to eastern Michigan, okay? You can't get over that. Yeah. I mean, I think you could make a case that they they should have, could have lost to Penn State, okay? They won by one point, you know, there and and um again, that's uh I, I, I would say I would say that's a James Franklin fourth quarter fourth quarter special, right? Um right. Penn State had a lead late and couldn't hold on. Um, you know they they beat Nebraska by five points and you know uh, now Nebraska is a far better team than they were when Michigan played them, but they're still not a great team. And again, they barely squeak by Maryland, you know, in overtime, 52 to 51. So yep. you know, looking at look you know, and again, we always say, well, you can throw the records out, but you know you can't completely throw the records out. I mean, they are who we think they are. I think that they're exploitable on defense and the offense is, goes and stops the starts. So you look at it and it, it you know, again, you know that they're going to bring their best effort for how, for how bad they've looked. They only have one loss. And you know, this is, you know, one of the things that we always go back to. It's, you know, you can look bad, but a win's a win. So, I mean, you can look back at, at Michigan barely beating Northwestern. Now, that's a much better win now, looking at the tear that Northwestern has gone on. But at the time, mm-hmm. at the time, we didn't feel too good about that, right?
1: That's so,
0: right. Yeah. so, you look at this and you go, well, you know, they barely squeaked out against Maryland, but a win against Michigan and, and winning that Big Ten title and, and all is forgiven and all is well. So, you know, I will tell you, my gut, Heading into this game, I feel really good. Okay? Um, I feel that, 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 ex- again, except for the specter of what's going on with Chase, mm-hmm. everything is lining up for Michigan. Uh, this is the first year that, you know, under the Harbaugh era, that I really feel the offense is potent. And I feel that the offense has been kind of idling the last couple games. Um, you know, I, I don't put a, I don't put a lot of stock in um, that we struggled against Indiana. Again, I, you know, and then the game before against Rutgers, you know, when Shea Patterson has zero yards rushing, you are running your offense with one hand tied behind your back, and I will tell you, even looking at the Indiana game, I felt like that for a quarter or two, that. You know, they, they didn't want to expose Shea to a lot of unnecessary hits. And when they wanted to, they moved the ball. Now, they couldn't finish the deal. But, again, you know, and, and again, would I rather hit touchdowns? Absolutely. Coming out of that game, getting uh, Moody, that you know, real practice in a real game, may have been the, the, the greatest boon out of that game. Uh, now, I will tell you, he looks very young. He's a freshman, and he looks it, and, uh, you know, it'll be really interesting. But he doesn't act it. He's very poised, very mature
1: when he's out there. Uh, Harbaugh said after the game that he doesn't change expression at any time during those six uh, hits that he had, uh, field goals, that uh, he was very poised. And uh, he seems very mature for his age, and that's good, although he is a young-looking fellow compared to uh, when they had uh, three people at the table after the game, Rashawn Gary, Shea Patterson, and him. He certainly looked like the youngest and the smallest of that group.
0: Well, you had had Rashawn Gary, who is a man, and you have Moody, who is a freshman, and Again, it's one thing to perform at home in front of a home crowd against a minor opponent, and it's an entirely another thing to go down to Columbus. It was
1: kind of heartwarming to me to see how those two veterans, Rashawn and Patterson, um, treated him. They were very complimentary of Moody, and uh, very much the brotherhood was in evidence again. And this team... I have to say that I like the way that they reacted to the viciousness of the Hoosiers. They acted, reacted basically with poise, with a temper, uh, kept themselves thinking about the game. And Bush said afterwards that that kind of stuff doesn't bother him because it's part of the game of football. It's a tough game.
0: Yeah, but a cheap shot is a cheap shot. Um, I did like how I did like how Michigan reacted because again, you know, you don't want to do something stupid and get ejected. Um, That's right. But you know, again, they have a bigger a bigger battle looming. They have a bigger goal. But you know, I think Rashawn Gary said it best. He said, "The entire country knows what this week is about," which I I, I like to you know after weeks and weeks of well, we play one game at a time, and every, you know, the entire game is a playoff, the entire season is a playoff, and we 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 take them as they come. It's nice for the pretense to fall away and the focus to be Ohio State. And, you know, the players, several players have mentioned how last year's game uh, was a bitter pill for them. And the players who have been on the team, you know, over this stretch, uh... Again, players talked about you know that that game that they lost in Columbus two years ago. So mm-hmm. I, I think that they're focused. I expect to see a real a real show on Saturday. Definitely looking forward too. to it.
1: I do too, and so am I. Let's hope we look back at it fondly too.
0: It's also interesting how. Uh, you know, we're gonna to have to see how this goes. Coach Harbaugh was not surfing up any, uh, bulletin board material.
1: No surprise.
0: What I think is funny about that is we'll see if that holds through throughout the week. Sometimes he can't contain himself. I know that I'm looking forward to this game. And, uh, you know, this is, uh, this is why you play the season. This is, This is what you look for, look forward to year after year. This kind of game. It's been a long time since both teams have come in with so much on the line. So often in the last 10 years, it was Michigan hoping to spoil Ohio State. And, uh, it's nice that both teams are coming in on an equal footing. And boy, it'll be sweet if Michigan can go down to Columbus and come back with a win.
1: It's all there to win. All the motivation in the world for this team. Revenge and everything else is there for them this year, and everything's before them. I can't help but wish them the best. I think it's big, the biggest game of Harbaugh's career at Michigan. If he can beat Ohio State, it'll take a a lot of sting out of the things that are said about him. They pretend not to hear the things that are said, but they hear it, and they know what's
0: going on. Oh, it's pretty clear. Harbaugh reads almost everything. You know, Mm -hmm. he will he will mention things that that um, people have tweeted or people have written. So I I don't believe for a second that that he doesn't monitor stuff. You know, the other thing I was thinking is it's interesting that you know his playing number at Michigan was number four, and this is his fourth season, and everything is lining up. (coughs) To be a very (laughs) special year. Um, And, uh, you know, all we have to do is sit back and see how things go. Well, Andy, do you you have any final words for the podcast this week?
1: No, I don't know what I wanted to see Michigan win a game more than this one. I'll be very disappointed if they don't, but I have one comment about the game. Usually, that's not played like the Indiana game. Usually, there's not a lot of dirty stuff. Usually it's very hard-hitting, but reasonably clean. It's been a good um, contest between competition between between the two teams for so long, and it really is a game that when you win that game, you can be proud. And I hope we're proud uh, next Sunday.
0: All right. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of the UMGoBlue.com podcast. This is Phil Callahan along with
1: Andy Anderson.
0: Go Blue. Thank you for listening to the UMGoBlue.com podcast. All rights reserved. Search for UMGoBlue.com on iTunes. Go Blue.